Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always, here is my husband Dean. Hello. And today is day 23 of Bourbon Mantra's 30 Days of Bourbon Challenge and Bourbon Heritage Month. And on day 23, we are bringing you a very hot, much debated, often talked about, and often coveted bourbon. And also highly crapped upon nowadays. Yes. Henry McKenna... 10. And that is the 10-year single barrel bottled and bond offering. If they could come up with any more official titles. Yes. My goodness. And um, this, as you said, is a 10-year barrel aged bourbon and it is barrel number 5872. And when was this barreled on? This was barreled on November 20th, 2008. There we go. Um, and because this is bottled and bond, it is a 100 proof or 50% ABV, uh, product. Yes. Which was also, um, barreled under one master distiller in one distilling season. Yes. Okay. So we're going to get to the mash bill now. If you Google, what is the mash bill for Henry McKenna 10, you are going to find nothing but inaccurate numbers on every single website. Which is a shame. Yes, you are going to see everybody stating that it is 75 corn, 13 rye, 12 malted barley. That is wrong. Huh. And the actual mash bill for this is 78 corn, 10 rye, 12 malted barley. How do you know that that's the case? We know this because we did a very small tasting event at Heaven Hill Distillery. Is this a Heaven Hill product? This is a Heaven Hill product. And in that tasting um, sit down that you can do, they give you a card with the mash bill for nearly every bourbon and rye product that they create. So we have the literal, actual mash bill from Heaven Hill directly, not something that you will find online. So please, for the love of all things holy folks, do not believe everything you see online and call out inaccuracies. Yes, and this particular <laughs> bottle we actually purchased um, back in late 2000 or late 2018 mm-hmm. for the low, low cost of $28. Now, is it still possible <laughs> to find this at that price point nowadays? No. <laughs> and, and what happened? Well, God love you, Fred Minnick, but you screwed us over. <laughs> This one, uh, the double gold award at what? The San Francisco something rather? The San Francisco Spirit Awards. And Fred Minnick, uh, who is a very well-known and to some people well-hated, yes. which I think is a little unjustified. It's, it's stupid. Uh, he is a very well-known and sometimes highly criticized <clears throat> writer about whiskey. And he was actually the judge that awarded... Henry McKenna 10-year with the best bourbon in show for the 2019 San Francisco Spirits Award. And because of that, you can really no longer find it on the shelf as often as you did before, and you cannot find it for $28. The lowest I have seen anyone 
finding this through posts via Instagram, friends, or anyone else is roughly $36, which is great right now. I, but, I think that that is a fair increase in price in the market considering what it has done. Yes, but the average oh. is roughly $50 to $200, and that is absolutely insane. Um, I will say that in the various bourbon communities... Before it won the award, if you were to ask, hey, what's a good budget option? Mm -hmm. Everyone would say, Henry McKenna 10-year, it's incredibly cheap and it's worth at least twice its price because it's so amazing. And then the word got out and now it's, oh my god, it's so awful, it's terrible, you, it's, it, Well, let's put it this way. It's not great for $200. Oh, no, it is absolutely not $200 good. It was fantastic for its budget. At $28, this thing was a steal. And I think that we can discuss after our tasting what we think its actual value is in our personal opinions. Yes. And on that note, there's nothing else we need to add to this. So we will be right back with our thorough and opinionated review. (laughs) Cheers. All right, we are back with Henry McKenna 10, and I'll let you go ahead and start this. What do you get on the nose, baby? Okay, so out the gate, I'm getting a good amount of, like, a honey sweetness and oaky. Yep, honey is definitely what I get. I have a lot of um, vanilla that's coming out. The the longer it sits here in the glass, the vanilla is just, like, you know, popping out. It's also very spicy. It is very spicy, and, like, this kind of oddly... Uh, herbaceous and I mean I'm like herbaceous has in like greenery like I'm smelling a bush not that I would you know randomly smell a bush but <laughs> so I I agree it's definitely got the vanilla the honey this weird spiciness to it a little bit of cinnamon maybe yeah absolutely there is that warm baking spicy cinnamon okay uh you ready to go in I think so all right okay so yeah. For first taste, I'm getting it, the spice. The spice is coming through yep. in spades. Yeah, we had to give a little bit of a pause because I actually took too big of a sip at once. Well, you kind of breathed it down your throat. I did. It, it I went down it the wrong way. <laughs> it burned so bad. Frankly, any <laughs> bourbon or whiskey, for that matter, that you breathe into your lungs, it's going to burn. <laughs> but especially this one. This one is quite warm. Yeah, it, it is spicy. I'm getting a good cinnamon and even rye yeah, as I'm, well. I There's a lot of caramel on, on the palate. It is very sweet. And the oak. The oak definitely comes through as well. Yeah, the oak that was lacking in the initial uh, smell is definitely uh, excuse me, is definitely there on palate. And I am getting the a little bit of like fruitiness, which Apple. Yeah. That's, Apple. Yes. It's it's that direction of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the um it has a very sweet ending and the caramel does um does flow through, but it does have a little bit of a tannic. Yeah, that, that little bitterness yeah, there is followed a, by the sweet. Yeah, it is a very fleeting tannic end, but but it is there. Yeah. All in all, I don't think that this is worth 200 or more dollars. God, no. I think that at retail, I I would even go as far as to personally say up to 
40-ish. This 40 is... is more than acceptable. I, I apologize. My voice is a little crackly from, <laughs> from breathing in my bourbon earlier. <clears throat> um, yeah, 40, 40 is acceptable for it. 28 is preferred. 50, you're pushing it. In At least in our perspective anyway. And do not spend that crazy like 75 100 200 that is absolutely insane something something don't support secondary pricing this is not (laughs) secondary pricing though this is just flat out bs overpriced bourbon all secondary pricing is that (laughs) yeah i mean technically (laughs) when when you throw it out there like that (laughs) so yeah if you can find this at a reasonable price do yourself a favor and pick up a bottle uh-huh. and if you can't find it don't shell out the ridiculous amounts of money go to a bar that's very well stocked that should have it at a reasonable price for a pour yeah i will say um when we were uh in gainesville for a, a few days um we did go to a small shop called uh gator gators liquors yeah gator liquors and they had Henry McKenna 10 for, I think, 36 to $38 on the shelf. Yeah, they did. So if you are in Florida... this was, what, two months ago? Yeah, about two months ago. So if you are in Florida, you are near Gainesville, uh, Gators Liquors, uh, which is there near Shands, you could probably still get this on the shelf for under $40. Um, I, I guess the, the best advice that we can give... Don't go to the major liquor stores. Mm-hmm. Go to the little small hole in the walls uh, with uh, across your area. You might yeah. actually find some good finds that way. Yeah, uh, that is absolutely true because we we do have some popular liquor stores here. We have our Total Wine, we have our ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, and we have Rowdies, which is quite uh, it's a small chain here in but Florida. still a chain, but still a chain nonetheless. But when you have places like Touchdown, little tiny, hole the little the tiny wall. one, Bulldogs, which is the little tiny one, uh, they had way underpriced Buffalo Trace products. Yeah, you could get uh, uh, E.H. Taylor small batch for between forty-five and fifty, which yeah. that's unheard of in this mm-hmm. neck of the woods. Some of you may be like, "Oh my god, that's overpriced," but well, no, we, for, we don't for live. Us, no. Yeah, we don't live in an area that Buffalo Trace distribution is good at. Yeah, yet. Yet. Yeah, exactly. And for those people who cannot get Henry McKenna 10 or those who just flat out refuse to pay the obscene prices on it, I support you there. What did we decide was a good backup? So it's going to sound a little crazy. We actually tasted a number of different options that we have. Um, We tried to stick within the Heaven Hill product uh, family. And the closest that we could find to McKenna 10 was Elijah Craig's small batch. It's pretty close. It's missing a couple... Yeah, on the nose, it is not similar at all. But on the palate, it's it's like, I would say, 90 to 95% there. Yeah, yeah. And for the, you know, 25 to $30 price point that... And something that you can find literally everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good backup for that alternative. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention that Henry Kenna does use a real cork, which is something that we are adding to our, yes. our shows. Uh, beyond that, is this something that you would keep on the shelf here at home? Is this something that you'd only get if we ran out? Or is it a train pour? Um, <clears throat> so this particular product at retail, yes. 
I think is well worth its money to the point that I would have, and we do have, multiples on the shelf. Yeah, we even have one that we don't want to open. Well, it's not that we don't want to open. It's that we want to wait for a yeah. good date to open yeah. because it just so happens to have the barreling date of the day that you and I had our first date. Yes, and that was many, many moons ago. Well, I mean, it's a 10-year <laughs> product, so that just yeah. kind of gives that away. Yeah. So, yeah, we do have, at this point, what, three or four bottles on three. the shelf? Okay, yeah. And if we did find this for a reasonable price, I would... Grab one more. One more. And I would gladly tell people where to get it at yes. those reasonable prices if I found them. But let me tell you, I will never have never and absolutely refuse to support the obscene pricing that this stupid bottle has created for itself. Hopefully it returns back to <clears throat> its former availability within the next six or so months. Yes. Which it the, did the, once before. The hype will fall out soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we have to really say about this? I don't have anything else to add. All right. I'll have you know I'm very proud of myself. I did not click the pen in my hand at all throughout the show. You, you ruined it. <laughs> Good job. So on that note, uh, as always, please do check me out on Instagram at username bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. It's just lots of pictures of bourbon. and Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. I can't forget the stuff. And um, for the month of September, if you should choose to support this podcast, which I do request that you do, we will be donating all of those funds to charity at the end of the month as per Bourbon Adventures 30 Days of Bourbon Challenge rules. And E, take us out, babe. And with that, remember that bourbon is meant to be shared. And don't support secondary prices. <laughs>